Miracy. If you want someone to say yes to something, ask yourself, have I maximized trust and is my offer easy to understand and irresistible from a no-brainer standpoint in terms of value versus cost? Hello and welcome to Blowing Up, the podcast that shows entrepreneurs like you how other businesses exploded in the best possible way. I'm Linda Claire Puig, the founder and CEO of Six Figure Newsletters. And I'm here with my co-host, Ari Eni, the head of strategy for the ACES Business Acceleration Program at Miracy. Hey there, Linda. In each episode of Blowing Up, we showcase an entrepreneur whose business, yes, blew up. It experienced what seemed to be a sudden success. But as we all know, that kind of success is not random or a fluke. The company employed a specific strategy that caused its rapid rise in revenue. So today we're going to dive deep into that strategy so that you can learn from it and determine how you might apply elements of it to your business. In this episode, we explore fast revenue laser coaching. It's a really exciting model that has helped hundreds of coaches to blow up their business and reclaim their time to focus on other activities. Our guest is the creator of this model, Rob Goyette who's been serving coaches and leaders in the coaching niche since 2007. Rob joins us from Puerto Rico, where he lives with his wife and two sons. Welcome to Rob. Now let's jump right into the conversation. So I know that what causes clients to say yes to us is a combination of two things. It's trust and an irresistible offer. And I knew the people on my email list trusted me. And so I thought, hmm, what if crazy idea. I offered coaching in 15-minute laser-focused sessions where we just figured out, okay, here's what needs to happen. You hang up, I'll hang up, and we'll meet after we've made some progress. And so I packaged this up and I sent it out to my list. I said, you get a year of unlimited 15-minute laser coaching sessions with me, and uh, you can have as many as you want, but there's a homework rule. And this is where I'm so glad I did this because the homework rule says you've got to do the homework we agree on on the call, you have to do that before you schedule your next session. And I limited it to eight people because I thought this might be a big mistake. I might find myself going crazy for $997, giving people a year of unlimited 15 minute coaching sessions. But on the other hand, I, you know, I was kind of tight for money at the time. And I thought, okay, well, if it brings in $8,000, that'll help me. I can sort of take a deep breath and figure out how to manage these eight clients. So I sent it out and all eight spots filled up. And then, uh, I sent it out a month later and eight more spots filled up. A total of 50 people signed up over the course of a year. What surprised me is, is that the average client was having between seven and eight coaching sessions over the course of a year in total. And so they had a lot during the first month, but then it kind of trailed off. It's kind of like a gym membership where people sign up in January and they're working out every day. But then by February, they're working out less. And by March, working out less. And by October, they're probably not even going to the gym at all. And so to use that metaphor, I was allowing people to join my gym for a year at a time. And we'd work out really hard during that first month. But after that, it started to trail off. And I felt okay with that because the understanding was you're getting me for a bargain price of what works out to less than $84 a month for a year of this. 
You just need to do your homework and I'm here. So anytime someone scheduled a session, of course, I showed up and I gave my all. And some people scheduled like 20 sessions. So I did have some people really use it. But on the flip side, some people had only one or two. Mm -hmm. I have a testimonial somewhere that the person only had one session with me and said that session paid for the whole program. So I know it was good coaching in those 15 minutes. So as a coach, this is fascinating to me. Do you feel like there are specific kinds of coaches that this would work better for or work less well for? If a coach in any niche has trust with their audience, that their audience trusts them as a person and trusts them as the expert who can help them get the results they want, if that trust is in place, then all they need is an irresistible offer. And the irresistible offer needs to be easy to understand, and it needs to be a no-brainer in terms of value. And it works in every niche that I'm aware of. It's worked in spiritual niches, health niches, relationship niches. So it's 15-minute sessions that they can book whenever they want. They need to do the homework between sessions. And as you were explaining it, and then you got to that homework clause, I was like, oh, phew. Okay, yes, that makes sense then. How do you track that? Coaches can do it their own way. They can be as rigid and strict as they like with the homework. I'm very abundant and flexible. I like to also bundle in unlimited email support in between calls. And if it makes more sense than me spending an hour typing out a really thoughtful email, I might say, let's just hop on another 15-minute call. And they're grateful for that extra call. So as far as enforcing the homework, I'm pretty casual about it. But some of my students, yeah, they're a little more rigid. They're saying, you've got to do your homework. And they might have an online system where the client can upload it and check it off. And that's fine, too. It's really whatever works for the coach. But where I'm not relaxed is when someone goes ahead and they schedule like four or five sessions in the future. I nip that in the bud. And so what I do is, uh, let's say they schedule five weeks in a row with me because they're excited and they know they're going to do their homework and all this. I'll cancel the last three. So I'll actually let them keep two. I'll say, hey, Ari, I noticed that you scheduled a bunch of coaching sessions with me. You know, please remember that the reason that this is such um, an affordable program is that there's accountability for you to do your homework before you schedule your next call. What I found is that sometimes when people schedule a bunch of calls in the future, they either don't show up for those calls or they cancel at the last minute. And that's a spot someone else could have taken. So I went ahead and I canceled three out of those five that you scheduled. We'll go ahead and have the next two. But after that, please don't schedule another session until you've done your homework. Other than having an audience, I mean, you need someone to sell this to. All you need is a booking link. So you don't need any special systems. This does not need to be complicated. There are like four pieces of technology in my course that I cover. You need something to take notes with, and that can be a notepad and a pen. It doesn't have to be high technology. You need to have a way to talk to them. I recommend Zoom, and I recommend recording the calls for the client and then sending those recordings to the client afterward. It feels like a valuable asset to them. So Zoom is great for doing that. Having an online calendar and a scheduler allows you to really control when things happen. The other piece of technology, oh, payment. Some schedulers have built-in payment gateways, so that's great. But if not, then coaches can use whatever they're using to currently collect money. And just the little thank you email that goes out has the link to your calendar. The first call is actually 30 minutes instead of 15 to allow the coach and the client to get to know each other. And that's also the guarantee window. If during that call, either one of us feels like it's not perfect for you, we'll end the coaching and I'll send you your money back. But after we hang up, it's understood that you've committed to this year of coaching and you've already paid for it. So I don't have to chase you that way. When did it occur to you that, okay, this is working and I feel really successful with this? So I realized that the model is awesome for a coach who needs some money right now, 
need some clients right now, need it to be an easy yes for clients to sign up. And I also realized uh, maybe I don't want to work Monday through Thursday and do all this coaching. So I actually brought other coaches onto my team to do the laser coaching. But I'll tell you something really interesting. This was not strategically planned, but I noticed that when laser coaching clients would slow down with their calls, they were open to spending more money and working with me at a higher level. It's sort of like you join that gym, you're not working out, and the gym says, oh, maybe you'd like a personal trainer. What we've done anyway is say, why don't we take the 997 you've spent on the laser coaching and apply it to this higher-end program? In my case, it was a VIP weekend. And so that way, they saw two benefits there. Number one, they saw a $1,000 discount on the VIP weekend, but more importantly, they saw that they got the laser coaching for free, which helped them save face that they didn't use it as much. But what it really did from a sales and marketing standpoint is those seven or eight sessions, we built deep, deep trust. I got to know them, they got to know me. And then when they realized they could work with me at this deeper level, this higher price, they jumped on board. I sold a lot of VIP weekends from laser coaching clients by letting them apply that initial low investment of 997 to a higher investment in the eight to $10,000 range. So would you say that over the course of a year, your business really exploded? Whew. A lot of people take a lot longer than a year, but I'm just guessing that yours was fairly rapid. I mean, definitely stumbling over this laser coaching model was tremendous. After about doing it for a year, I looked back and said, hey, I could teach other coaches to do this because I was casually teaching my friends how to do it and they were getting clients. So when I packaged it up into a course, that was really exciting. And so it kind of blew up again. I've sold like $785,000 worth of my course that teaches coaches how to do this coaching model. So the course itself became really successful. You're just an idea generator, aren't you? Thank you. I do feel like I have a little bit of a gift there, but what it all comes down to is that formula that I mentioned earlier, the trust and an irresistible offer. I'm always asking myself, how can I maximize trust with a prospect or a client? And how can I make the offer as easy to understand and provide as much value contrasted with small price. How can I make it a no-brainer? <laughs> so what happened in your life? Like from I need to pay my bills to oozing and exploding abundance. Did you like go out and buy a new house or did you take a trip? <laughs> I bought an inflatable hot tub for like 300 bucks. Uh, that was cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was in Colorado Springs and so it froze up in the winter and didn't work and had to get another one. Um, so, I mean, yeah, little things like that. Plus, you moved to Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome living in Puerto Rico. Love it here. We like everything about Puerto Rico except for, and I could give you a laundry list of little things like hurricanes, potholes, and not speaking Spanish. But uh, overall, we love it here. <laughs> Those don't sound like little things to me. <laughs> hurricanes. <laughs> well, if you're prepared, uh, you know, uh, yeah, if, if you're prepared. And we wouldn't have water problems if we were prepared. We've had a what's called a cistern in our backyard for a year that's supposed to hold 600 gallons of water. So if we ever run out of water, we have it. But we're having problems with the contractor right now. So uh, I need to either increase trust or make him a more irresistible offer to get that done. Mm -hmm. I love that that's your, the, like the basis for I haven't found an exception to it. Wow. Bing, bing. Uh, that's something to write down. Going back to the kind of strategic side of things, would you generally recommend this is an additional offer for a coach to add to whatever other coaching they're already doing? Is this maybe the main offer? Like, how do you see that fitting into someone's 
suite of offerings. I had somebody uh, watch my webinar and reach back and say, okay, so you got 50 clients in a year at $1,000. That's only $50,000. You're not getting rich off <laughs> right. this thing. I was like, you're absolutely right. So laser coaching, it can be sold as the front end offer. You can send some emails out to your list and then perhaps the part of your list that would never buy anything at a higher price, they might say yes to the laser coaching. That's what I found. So it's good for getting those people who don't quite trust you enough yet or understand your main offers. It's good for getting them into your world to build that trust and then make higher end offers. So it's good for that. Mm -hmm. It also, though, works really well as a downsell. If you're having a free strategy session on a Zoom call and the person says, I'd love to work with you for $3,000 a month or whatever, I just can't swing that kind of money. You can say, oh, that's okay. Uh, and the reason why is I've, I've come up with another way that we can work together. It'll give you a year of unlimited 15-minute laser-focused coaching sessions with me for what works out to be less than $84 a month. As a downsell, that is super irresistible. It also lends itself to the upsell of higher-end programs. I sold VIP weekends, but you could add on you know, Mastermind or whatever would be even more irresistible than the laser coaching. The key is, though, to let them apply what they spent on that first purchase toward the second one. You've said multiple times, send an email out to your list. If someone doesn't have a list, would you still recommend having this, I guess, as a downsell? One guy comes to mind in particular, his name's Rob Braun. He sent out the laser coaching offer out to six people and all six signed up. It's really, it's the trust and irresistible offer. Those people trusted him. I had a client flying out to Colorado Springs to see me for a VIP weekend. She enrolled the passenger on the airplane sitting next to her. They began talking, oh, wow. they built trust, and she made her irresistible offer and he signed up as a coaching client. I've had other people speak to groups. I was at a networking event and I signed up 10 laser coaching clients. I had a little credit card swiper on my phone. I built rapport and trust with a potential client, explained my irresistible offer and swiped that credit card and, and sold 10 of them at this event by wandering around. You could be interviewed on a podcast. However you can get in front of your ideal audience, whether it's one at a time or more leveraged in a group, if you build trust and make your irresistible offer, if you do those two things, people will say yes. If you want someone to say yes to something, ask yourself, have I maximized trust and is my offer easy to understand and irresistible from a no-brainer standpoint in terms of value versus cost? So let's talk. I actually have a number of clients who've used Rob's method and they love it. It's quick revenue, easy to deliver, impactful for clients, and a good entry point to other offers that you might have. And don't forget that you can use laser coaching as both a front-end offer to get clients in the door who may later sign up for higher-priced offers and as a downsell offer, always in your back pocket if people can't afford your higher-level offers right now. Huge thanks again to Rob for that wonderful walkthrough of a really easy and really fast way to blow up your revenue. And be sure to get Rob's download for you. It's called Fast Revenue Coaching, how to quickly add coaching revenue into your bank account in as little as four days. It's available to you as a PDF special report or a 26-minute webinar or both. And you can grab your copy of it at blowingup.rocks forward slash Rob. That's blowing up dot rocks forward slash Rob. 
This episode of Blowing Up was produced by Linda Claire Puig. Cynthia Lamb is our managing producer and Danny Eni, our executive producer. Post-production by Post Office Sound. To make sure you catch all the really great episodes of Blowing Up, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, we'd love it if you could leave us a starred review or share the show with a friend. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. I certainly am willing to admit what I don't know. I tend to hold my truths lightly. I try not to have, you know, very firm convictions because I recognize that when you move up an organization, your information is limited because you have a greater breadth of responsibility. I'm Sharon Richmond. I'm an executive coach and consultant with more than 30 years experience working with C-level executives. To Lead as Human is the podcast for you if you want to supercharge your leadership by bringing all of yourself into your role. Listen as our guests reveal their hard-won lessons and share their deep humanity. I think the turning point for me was when I realized that I want people to tell me what they think, and they're afraid. They were, honest to God, afraid to tell me things. It's like, I checked all the damn boxes, but I am so alone, and I'm so unhappy. I'm burning myself out. And when I started looking at, like, you know, my fears, going into the shadows, sharing it with others, the very thing that would be a nightmare for most people in the workplace is the very thing that led me to my dreams. My guests know that the influence they have as top leaders comes with an equal measure of responsibility for all their stakeholders. They not only deliver great results for their customers and investors, they do so by building organizations that provide purpose, meaning, and a healthy work environment for their employees. One of the hallmarks of good leadership is clarity. If there isn't clarity around the goals, that creates confusion, that that creates chaos. What's the end goal? What are we trying to achieve? And that makes people's jobs more purposeful. And people are clearly enjoying that. People who are making their own decisions, they're significantly more motivated in doing what they're doing. Yeah, I've really seen the maturity and growth of those individuals. And I think that we've now kind of really been able to create a lot of autonomy and give people a lot of freedom to do their best work. So not rocket science, nothing too crazy, but... uh, You know, that was definitely a journey. I hope you'll join us every other week as we talk with these inspiring leaders and learn from the very human challenges and successes they've experienced on their own leadership journeys. And you asked me questions that I was like, gosh, I'm not sure I know what my values are. So I know they're there, but I'm not sure that they're articulated. So thanks for asking me those questions. They were hard.